Hey, what's up? This is your homegirl, Complex Angel, and welcome back to another episode of Self Love is My Rehab. The Shut Me the Fuck Up topic tonight is Never Too Small to Live Larger Than Life. I will be interviewing my lovely guest from Express Yourself Open Mic, Melissa Rosario. Hey, tell our uh, listeners, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. How's everyone feeling? <laughs> so, okay, tell them a little bit about yourself and um, your brand. Sure. My name is Melissa Rosario, as she had mentioned. Also, my brand, I'm a radio personality. I'm also a poet. I just graduated with my master's in counseling psychology for most of my college. Woo, class of 2022. Yes. Um, I have two books out on Amazon. I'm a fashionista as well. So, it's a, that's a little bit background of me. And what my brand really consists of is basically giving back and basically giving people a chance to express themselves, whether that's through art, that's through um open mics and that's through poetry or even like fashion like different things like that so a selfish love is like a way to give back so that people can know who they are yes get that workbook i loved it <laughs> it helped me out a lot affirmations it's dope i have to get another one so i can start this year <laughs> yes <laughs> okay so we're gonna get right into it so the first question for you is um what does living unapologetically you feel like in a world that judges so much Oh, now it's like it's a, it's a good feeling. It's actually, it's actually good. I feel like it's for me. I used to not want to think differently, or I used to think there was something wrong with me if mm-hmm. I dealt differently. However, now I'm like, I give myself permission to think differently. Mm-hmm. I embrace it. And I'm like, it's good because we need different perspective, and someone needs to be the change and. I can no longer conform to something that I really is not authentic to me. So for me, living authentically is like, no, I get to be who I am because this is my life. That part, Mm -hmm. I definitely agree with that. And I think it takes a strong person to just cut out the, as we would say at Quicken Loans, ignore the noise. Like that's the judgment and the, the criticism. It takes a strong person to not care about that and just be you. Because I definitely struggle with that. I'll be honest with you. So let me ask you this. Were you always able to express yourself freely or did it take time? Of course not. You know, we live in a world that dictates everything about us, especially women mm-hmm. from the beginning of age. And then having a mother, like, you know, of course, you don't want to like, sh- go out too much. You don't want to shy. You want too much attention. Mm-hmm. Don't cause a scene. Don't speak too loud. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, of course not. I was never allowed to shine. I was never allowed to really be vocal um yeah. it wasn't until like even in jobs i kind of like you know knew to submit to be subordinate don't cause the scene mm-hmm. um it wasn't until like recently like a couple of years i would say like the last four or five years like, each year i'm getting like bolder and bolder yes. and just like each year i'm like getting more confident and just be like it's okay to be different mm. and you know if you look at historical data and you look at history Someone had to be different to make a change. That part? Oh, that part. <laughs> and you see that in every generation. You know, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, you're right. Somebody had to be bold and be different and change the narrative. So, okay, um, I know you said that you noticed over the years that you were starting to, you know, get bolder and bolder. When did you decide that, you know what, it's time to really live for me? That's recently. Okay. That's recently. So, yeah. Me being a, a, um, a counselor and having to do internship hours and each of my clients being a reflection of me, I felt like each of them was reflections of me. Mm-hmm. And it was so easy for me to give them advice. And then here I am. I'm like, 
giving them this great advice, and I'm like, hold up, I need to take this advice too. Hold up, wait, I need this too. Yes. Um, and I was like, I'm a dope counselor. Hold up, wait, I need this advice too. So let me. And not only that, I want to be an example for my clients. So let them know, like, you know, yes. we take rest. Everyone takes a rest, but you take the risk of being happy, mm. or would you rather stay somewhere uncomfortable? I mean, comfortable that you know you're unhappy mm. instead of take the risk and see, you might be more happier. Yes. And for me, it was a turning point um, when I seen, like, I've seen a lot of corporations where as though people don't have panic attacks with these jobs. People don't have breakdowns. It was like, you can't, like, these jobs are, like, run like a machine, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and it was like, when I was at, to judge, shout out, you know, rest in peace. I don't want to say shout out, but rest in peace to Judge Rutledge. Mm -hmm. That was my turning point when I was working for the government and she passed away. She passed away while working. She had cancer. She passed away while working. And I was like, damn. And the job was like ready to uh, be like, okay, we need to find new, a new judge to replace her hearings. And like, we got to keep business as usual. And I was like, business as usual. Mm, yeah. And that was a turning point. And I'm like, wow. Like, do I really just want to work in an environment that is just business? Mm. Mm. And like, and you don't take it per yeah, that it's nothing personal. It's just business. I hate that saying. But I think that that's very, very humble that you say, like, this is some advice I should take for myself because therapists and counselors, period, a lot of them come off as there's nothing wrong with me. It's everything wrong with you. So I think that that is nice that you see a reflection of yourself, you know, in your clients. And it's like, hey, I should take this advice for myself. I feel like it's like when we give advice, it's like when you're when you're helping somebody study. Mm -hmm. Helping them with the questions and answers is helping you to remember it, too. It's crazy. So, okay. Now, speaking of, I know you don't care about, um, you know, the judgment, but we're human. Yeah, so, are there some days where the judgment has gotten to you? If so, how did you overcome it? That's a good question. Um, I don't think it has yet been a judgment that that has gotten to me okay. now. I think I'm way stronger now. I'm not saying in the future who knows what comes about. Right. But for right now, like, you no, know, I look at it like now, now I have a different perspective. And I'm like, they're allowed to have their judgments, you know? And we live in a society where we can kind of have predictable behavior. The girl just is a certain way. You kind of know what they're going to say anyway. So Definitely. it's not like, are you really surprised? You know? <laughs> yes. um, if you say you're an atheist, no disrespect, like whoever is an atheist, and you're a person religious, you kind of already know how the world's going to respond to an atheist. Yes. Because yes. With the world we live in, it's like, you kind of have, you can kind of know predictable behaviors. And I think once you know that, you know, like how, or like even a girl, she comes and says, oh, I must be married, man. And we're going to be like, ooh, like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, so I think once you learn, there's, Social, social norms or social formality of the world, mm -hmm. you really can't be that much surprised because you kind of know how the world operates. Yes, yes. And how people are so conformed that, you know, like this is expected. So the judgments, I expected it. Mm -hmm. um, I expected it, you know, um, and then other stuff, like, you know, I'm challenging myself in new ways, whereas though even being able to speak my mind, I'm like, oh, even like a political view, like, no, he should get killed. Of course, everybody's like, in America, we all are passive. That's just what it is. We all have this no violence policy in us that's like, oh, you know, we got to love everybody. You know, we got to be understand. And I'm like, no, mm. that's your perspective. And that's okay. I'm not, I respect that too. I understand the perspective. But I'm like, I know, like, the, 
I didn't gain all this knowledge. Mm. I didn't gain all this stuff just to continue to be just like them. That part. Mm. Oh, that part. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I know you said earlier that it take it took you some time to get to this point. And I've told you before, looking back at your um, older vlogs, Correct. you look like you were going through some I things. I was. Correct. So let me ask you, did some of the topics you discussed, did it trigger you or help you to just understand yourself more? Um, some of the topics I discussed definitely helped me to understand myself more because I was in counseling for like, oh my God, like therapist after therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one can help me. Whereas a, as a counselor, I'm like, wow, these counselors are really bad. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because me as a counselor, I'm able to assess the situation quick, mm-hmm. quick. And it's like, I wonder what they was like, I don't know what they were thinking. I don't, I don't know even if it was, like, a cultural really bias or cultural difference that they just couldn't. And then, and then once I found, like, a good clinician, she was able to provide me the psychoeducation that I needed, mm. which I was appreciative of. But my clients, really, they was the ones to really push, like, they really the work within me, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, whoa, like, and my professor, um, one of my, both my college professor. Um, he allowed me to have a space to be different. Mm. And it was like, I never had that real space or that support. Whereas though he was like, Melissa, you know, you know, you, you're, you're allowed to have a different philosophy. Yes. You're, and be confident in it. And it was just like, just hearing that, it's like, oh, I'm allowed to, but this is a white supremacist male who meets other normalities of American male, but it was yes. still great. He doesn't have the judge like the, the barriers that I would have. Mm-hmm. But even like, you know, even when it comes to minorities and, you know, different mentors, they had these barriers. Yep. But he didn't. And he was just like and he encouraged me to be different. And he was just like, it's okay. And not only was I encouraged to be different, but I would come to him and be like, this is what's going on. This is what I'm seeing happening. He's like, yeah, that's right. He actually was <laughs> able to yes. understand my perspective and not just shut it out and be like, no. He was like, no, that I can see that. That makes yes. sense. Like, yeah, that makes sense. I see that perspective and gave me the space to be seen. Mm. So, and I think that that's dope because, like, as teachers and like even interns, they want to train you and just think that one perspective, one one perspective is just the only way. But like you said. Different generations had, there was always somebody bold willing to change the narrative. So somebody may come along and see a loophole and it's like, hey, this isn't working. Like, I had to learn with um, domestic violence. Like, you know, with with like those type of uh, meetings, I feel like it's not helpful to always talk about the abuse because it just puts you back there and then you want to go back to it. I feel like you have to come at it from a different perspective. You know what I'm saying? But... It takes different people to go through it to see, like, no, this ain't working for me. So that's good that he allowed you to be like that. So um, with going doing counseling and um, everything, do you feel like this is what helped to, this is what helped start, I'm, I'm trying to think, is this what helped, you know, to start allowing you to feel and heal? Because, you know, it's one thing to be aware of what's going on, but we still try to find a way to suppress it. Correct. I think that this definitely gave me a way to feel through a lot of my emotions. And even one time, even like during counseling, there was a lot of um, things happening during my internship, a lot. 
and I had a moment of like severe anxiety that I, did. Mm. I went and checked and um but then once I was like able to sit back and be like oh snap this is I had to dissect myself mm. um and be like oh this is why I just did this so yeah definitely my clients definitely um pushed me towards my healing journey yes and got me to get more in touch with my emotions and I'm still learning like even like now, like when I see things and I cry, you know, if I want you see the news and stuff like that, and I'm like, oh, and I see other people cry, like, oh, I'm not that dramatic. Cause like this is like sad. <laughs> yes, yes. This is like for real sad. It's okay to have those moments of sadness and those moments of love. And I was like, that's why we come here on Earth is to actually experience the fullness of life. Mm-hmm. And you're only, um, you know, sure you're shortchanging yourself. That part. If you don't want to feel no emotions, like. And like that's how I was before. I was so numb, and I I wouldn't say I was I was numb because life is gray, and mm-hmm. that's something they never articulated to us growing yep. up. That life is supposed to be unpredictable. Yes, that we're supposed to go through life challenges, mm-hmm. and life is now like we have great moments. We're gonna have great great moments. Yes, we're gonna have amazing. Like this is an amazing moment, right? It's an intimacy moment. Mm-hmm. But then we're also going to have moments that they what they don't prepare us for. One day your family is going to be gone. Mm-hmm. One day something traumatic is going to happen. And those these events is, are all part of life. That part. This is like, it's not like, oh, like, and I think we have in this delusion that we, it's not supposed to happen or somehow <laughs> it's not supposed yes. to happen to us. Or <laughs> one, and we think it's like we're targeted, but we're not. Um... And I think that once I started to be like, no, everybody's life experiences are going to be different. Different, yes. And life looks <sighs> different for all of us. You you put it right on right on the nose. Okay, so we got two more questions. Mm-hmm. So, what is the importance of letting go of caring about what others has to say? Um, letting go of what others have to say is a barrier. Um, they limit you. Mm. And then once they limit you, you limit yourself. Yes. You can't be fully yourself mm-hmm. if you're constantly limiting yourself by others' perspective. Yes. Like, if that was the case, I wouldn't be able to dance freely on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And so many people started TikTok because of me, um, which is great, mm-hmm. you know, because that gives people, like, you know, one of my girlfriends, she's doing better than me. Mm, yes. She got over, like, six figures, like, six <laughs> oh No, she does, yes. but she actually told me. Once COVID happened and she seen me on TikTok, I encouraged her yes. to go on TikTok. But she's doing I'm better. I'm still learning how to work the TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> but she's doing better than me. And I was like, that's... But it was just a humbling moment. like, yes. And a moment of recognition. She didn't have to tell me that. Um, but it was like, oh, great. That's great that I'm in... You know, without me even knowing sometimes. Sometimes you do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, like, you know, I think that, you know... Someone has to be bolder so that other people can do it and be like, oh, well, she can still be sexy too and still be respected. Mm. She can still be in the male's dominant world and still be respected. She yes. can. Um, and I think it's like you ha- someone has to start having a different opinion, a different perspective so that it can, even if it doesn't embark change, it can at least embark communication. Mm, that part, that part. Yes. It's a barrier that we have to drop. I like how you said that because it does limit us. People can project their fears onto you. Oh, they true. will because yes. 
you stay always you're when people communicate it's like me and you we do it so naturally that i don't think we recognize we have bias in us we naturally have bias everyone has mm -hmm. their own bias and they be like oh I, oh I just can't pick up and move they're like but they may want to, but they have their own mm -hmm. body, so they can't do what you do. Yeah. Um. But that's why you are who you are, right? This yeah. is why I am who I am. Yeah. Because if I were listening to people, I would not be here. They was they were so against the move. And I'm like, no, I gotta do it. It when it just makes sense to you, do what makes you happy. So last question: mm -hmm. What wisdom do you want to leave to someone who still apologizes? For being their self. And if you drag me, it's okay because I'm struggling with this. Uh, so go there. <laughs> uh, no, of course not. <laughs> I would tell people, mm -hmm. you only get to live this life mm -hmm. one time. Mm -hmm. You get to live this life as you one time. Yes. And we really, no one really knows what happens after death. We No one can confirm that. That part. And that's the fact. So why you're here on this earth? Why do you think you should deny yourself for no anyone? Mm. Um, you get to really choose who you want around you. You get to choose everything without you even knowing. So make life about you, regardless of what other people say, and and learn that you can be showing somebody a different lens, and they will come around. Mm. People will come around when they need me, and you're finding other people. But live big, so that yes. way you can learn. Like you, you know, like travel, see the world. Like mm -hmm. have lots of friends, associates, so you can have filters of different people you can go to. Mm. Um, you don't gotta have like long term friends, but just feel like oh, I, I have confidants, right? Yes, yeah. I have a lot of confidants that people don't know about. They don't need to know my confidants though. Mm -hmm. But if I need to go here, I need to go there. Um. This is your life. Yes. So you want to live it as freely as possible. And if you roar and you make a scene, that's okay. Yes. Make a scene. Yes. I love it. Thank you for doing that. I, I appreciate that. That was the end of the shut me the fuck up topic. You ready to get your mind stimulated before you leave the rehab tonight? Let's go. Let's okay, go. So I'm going to go to the bottom of the list because I don't want to ask any ones that we're going to do on our poetry thing. So this okay. one is. Um... It's so funny being an interview. I'm like. <laughs> You're doing really good. I, I appreciate this. Why is it easier to kiss the pain with an apology? but not make the change for growth. Now, I'm explaining to you what I meant by this. Okay. So, I'm in the past, I've always done something, like, out of self-sabotaging, knowing that it wasn't going to make me feel right. Mm -hmm. And then after I do it and I'm feeling like shit, I apologize, but then I don't do the change for growth. I just apologize and continue to do that. So, why mm -hmm. is it so easy for us to apologize to ourselves, but sometimes we still self-sabotage? It's no right or wrong answer. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think, like, okay. which way are like, self-sabotaging? That's what you're referring. Like, not just that, but just, like... Or, or, or anything else, like... Um, don't you think that you, like... Let, let, let in, like, letting that old toxic friend that's not good for us back in, thinking that they've changed. Or, mm -hmm. like, we was talking about downstairs with the emotional abuse, you know. Oh, You know, okay. stuff like that, like... I think, I think, oh, this is good. Like, mm -hmm. um, I think we're creatures of habitats. Mm. And I think that most of us, whether we like to admit it or not, those are all familiar places to us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it feels too damn comfortable, yo. Yeah. So even though we don't, 
we may not like the feeling, mm -hmm. but sometimes it's like, that's why sometimes when it's happening, we don't even know what's happening. Because mm, you, you, you're so accustomed to it. Yes. To like, you know, the mental or the emotional, or even like, we can take something as procrastination. Yes. We're so used to like, you learn that behavior because you're so used to somebody procrastinating on you mm. that you think that your needs are really not that important. So you procrastinate on you too. So I'm learning that myself, right? Like me becoming a business owner, me running things. I have no one telling me, Melissa, post, market, Melissa. <laughs> dude, and it's a different yes, feeling yes. being a CEO. And I'm like, I'm transitioning from employee now into a boss. Yep. And that's just like, oh, shit, no one's telling me what to do. I got to tell myself what to do. Mm -hmm. And it, it's a... um. It's a, a eye awakener for me, for me to transition into a, a leadership position because that's basically what I'm doing. And it's like no one is telling me what to do, but I procrastinate sometimes. But that's me. That part. That's nobody doing that to me. And I'm like, and then I had to sit there and reflect mm. and be like, oh, this comes up because I I procrastinate because it's. When my mother had to get me school clothes, I'm going to get those clothes. I know I'm going to mm. get them. But they would come probably the day before school. <laughs> or two days before school. No, yes. this is like, just what it is. Yes. And I know I'm going to get my Christmas gift, but that's always going to be like the day before. And in my life, mm -hmm. I move like that too, mm. <laughs> which is like, like even, it's insane. I like now I'm able to be like, oh, like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Like, I feel like everything's not urgent. Like, <laughs> and, yeah. um, and, you know, um, but I just think that, you know, learning myself now, learning, like, that's not always healthy for me. Mm. Um, because I, I, if I want to run a business efficiently and do things effectively, then time is priority. Mm. Um, being uh, also, like, procrastination like i need to be able to schedule people be able to project lateness and you know these things are going to come into play whereas it wasn't my responsibility before mm. <laughs> i was an employee i come Yo. later <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> i love that <laughs> i definitely I, you were you were done right because i didn't want to cut you off oh yeah i'm oh. just finished so sure, sure. so just learning that learning myself I'm like, wow, like even my homework. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I could turn in my homework late. Even in college, I was late. I was <laughs> like, but I'm a, when I show up, I'm going to show up. Yes. But that's not the right way. And realizing, like, yes, Melissa, it's kind of like being the star basketball player mm -hmm. and he knows he's good. And like, he like, I don't know if you know who Ali Iverson was. But, <laughs> I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I remember him being so good. Like, you know, each other, he's a star. But he thought he could miss. He could thought he could miss practices, and he thought he could. And I'm like, <laughs> I need to be a better leader. Mm. I need to be like, regardless if I'm good, I can always be better. Yes, that part. I can always be better, and it gives me more time to do other things if I'm more organized. And not only that, I never want to be a leader that is like, oh, follow my lead. But um, I'm gonna tell you, like, I can be late, but you can't be late. Mm. No. Yeah, practice what you preach. I, I can't tell you anything. If I'm late, I, I have no right to tell you anything. Mm-hmm. How, how am I going to tell you anything when I'm late? So I I look at life as a leader. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hold nobody else to a higher standard than I don't hold myself. Mm, that part. That and I, part. And really, and I'm talking about lead. I'm like, I'm just guiding you. Not like I'm dictating orders to you. I'm right. not nobody's dictator. That part. 
I am here to leave. Basically, I'm going to guide you because you may have another path that you need to go on. Mm -hmm. And you're just here for your, the journey to gain your, you know, your lessons or what you need. But you need to move on, too. That part. So. You know, uh, it's crazy that you say that because I use this platform. The shut me the fuck up topic is what helps me to not be debatable and helps me to listen. Because that was one something I had to work on growing up, listening mm -hmm. skills. Like, I could look at you and you could talk to me. But I'm in my head thinking about what I'm going to say, and I'm not listening or receiving what you're saying. Mm -hmm. So that that helps me. Like you say, you have to be that example. Now, it doesn't always go like that in arguments. Sometimes mm -hmm. I still listen to respond, mm -hmm. but I'm catching myself. But to answer the question, um, for me, it was easier for me to apologize, but still do the same thing because it was what I allowed in my family. When, when you said that earlier, it made me think about that. Like my mom and them used to just apologize and it was like, I apologize. So that should be it. But it's like, well, no, because the behavior didn't change. So you get into these relationships and they apologize. Like, you know, I know for me, but it's like, no, but you're still doing the same shit. And then it's like, when you mentioned it, they were like, we still on this. I apologize mm. for that. But at the time, I didn't know how to process. So I'm like, damn, am I tripping? Am I just wanting to nag about something? No, the, the behavior didn't change. So it was a learned behavior for me. It's like, okay, I'm going to apologize to make myself feel better. But I'm going to still do the same thing and be feeling, mm -hmm. be feeling like, why did you do that? Like last year with my... Um, with my breakup, I'm really raw. Like, we were still having sex because I wasn't ready to let go. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I would tell myself, oh, I could just have sex. It's just sex. Mm -hmm. This is a man that you were in love with. Mm -hmm. And it's like, as soon as he would leave, that reality would hit like, damn, we're not in the place that we used to be. We're really broken up. Mm -hmm. And the sadness would come all over again. And I look at myself in the mirror and my mirror self looking like, no, don't say hey. shit. I told you not to do this. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. So that that that's what sparked that mm -hmm. question. Thank you so much for answering. Mm -hmm. So before we get off tonight, is there anybody that you want to shout out or show appreciation to, and let's listen to where they can follow you at? Sure, um, they can catch me on Instagram. Follow me at light the spot, um, light underscore the underscore spot yes. underscore evolution. Yes. Um, follow me on my poetry page. As she said, we do a poetry every third Wednesday after month. Friday. Oh, yep, every, it's cool. Every we, third week, every Friday. Yep, the yep. Friday. You got a lot going on. Right. So follow my poetry page. You can find everything on Light the Spot that has all my contact in it. Yes. Also, I created my own business. It's called Luxury underscore Lips. You can follow me on that page. Yes. Luxury is spelled exactly how luxury is spelled. Underscore is spelled L I P Z. With 22 at the end of it. Yes. So, definitely. Oh, you want to order my books on Amazon? They're available at Amazon. A Selfish Love Workbook. Yes. Um, definitely. And I also have a Selfish Love Journal. If you're interested in purchasing any of those workbooks. I need that one. <laughs> <laughs> that workbook I got. But yes, copy. <laughs> yes. Definitely get them. Um, My YouTube page. Um, it's also like the spot, so you can go follow me on YouTube, like the spot as well. Mm -hmm. Also on TikTok. Um, also, um, my mental health that's coming through the pipeline. So be on the lookout for that. That's what I'm working on next. Yes, I <laughs> love it. Well, I want to shout you out for coming on, mm -hmm. being real and raw, taking the time out to answer the questions in the rehab. It always makes me feel good when someone just takes the platform seriously, you know. 
and just shows up. And thank you. You're always showing up and showing out. So, yep, that's it, y'all. Y'all know what? Tune in. Always love yourself. Peace. Uh...